All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Fine Touch Painting. Big shout out to my guy, Beto Esqueda. He's been rocking with the Half Court Podcast movement from the jump, man. Believed in the movement, believed in the vision, and said, hey, I would like to sponsor you guys. So thank you, Beto, for that. Now back to Fine Touch Painting. When it comes to your residence or business looking clean and spiffy, the Fine Touch Painting crew are your go-to guys. You name it, they paint it. You can count on their professional services such as interior, exterior, sheetrock repair, complete power wash, bow finishes, and much more. Now, if you have any future projects or you're working on a current project and you would like a free estimate, make sure to contact Beto at 405-905-1466. Again, that number is 405-905-1466. Fine touch painting, ladies and gentlemen. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Supreme Barbering in Midtown. Big shout out to my guy, Della Tapes, who's been believing in the movement since day one. Supreme Barbering in Midtown, they're going to get you right. Now, if you're looking for that razzle-dazzle, that splat, those are the guys to go to. You can count on six professional licensed barber to get you right. It's simple. Give them a call. Schedule your appointment. The phone number is 405-601-708. Again, that number is 405-601-7087. Now, if you don't want to call and you want to, you know, I'm just going to show up. You can also. You can. The address is 1705 North Broadway Avenue. Hit them up. They're open from Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Ladies and gentlemen, that is supreme barbering to you. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a new wave of entertainment in Oklahoma City. If you guys haven't heard, you're about to hear it here on the Half Court Podcast. During this pandemic, you might find yourself a little bored not knowing what to do. So you can head on down there to Q Palace and they'll entertain you. They got music. They got they got billiards. And that's pool. Just, you know, making it sound uh, nice and fancy for you guys. They got tournaments, so if you want to make some some little money and, and show out your skills of pool, you can go in there and get you some money. Uh, entertainment. So go ahead and follow them on social media. They they will keep you updated with all the events they have going on. And their hours are super flexible, so you can be there from 11 in the morning to 2 in the morning if you'd like. You know, those are the hours, Monday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. So they got the liquor, they got the pool, they got the music. Follow them on social media so you can keep up with all their updates and events. So if you guys want to call in just to see how things are going or whatever before you pull up, you can call them at 405-636-1102. And their address is 940 Southwest 59th. And that's Oklahoma City right there on 59th Southwest. You can't miss it. So for all my Southwest babies that need entertainment, head down to the Q Palace because they got it popping over there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. What is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. My name is Darwin. We got AV behind the camera. And today we got the one and only Stevie Clark. Eastside legend, man. Yeah, yes, sir, man. man. I like the way you said that Eastside legend. Man. Hell yeah, yes, man. Sir. So um, real quick. Big, big shout out to 100 Band Savage. We got him in the background, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, put, yeah, yeah, he put this together too, man. So, Stevie, man, kind of talk to us about 
what you got going on and what did you do? Because we know you play basketball, so kind of give us a, a backstory about that. Um, well, you know, I went to Douglas on the east side. I still play basketball, but I'm just making a transition now that I, I got a child and everything. But and with this pandemic, they sent us home. So just trying to do everything else off the court. So yeah. when I got to leave, I got money working for me. Yeah. Um. You guys grew up together. No. How do you guys yeah. met? She really just linked up not too long ago. Yeah. We all like we always all my kids, all my kids, man. He know a couple of my other kids, and then I just adopted <laughs> him recently. Man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he saw, like, you know what I'm saying? It was always love, like, the show. But we really, like, just now, like, we're just kind of, like, locked in for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's up, brother. So, um, talk to us about, like, the experience of, like, because you went to high school, you played ball. How did you get prepared for that? Like, this uh, is going back to high school. Like, just grinding. Like, tw- uh, tw- what, what year was it? 2013 Ten. is the your graduating year. Yes, so sir. And you got four championships with Douglas? Yeah. So, how, how, did, how did that even... From your basically from freshman to senior, you were dominating. It kind of started early. It started way before I even went to Douglas. I mean, my whole family went there, so I yeah, just okay. went to games and everything, and just the whole vibe. I couldn't wait to be there myself and bring something different. And my brother actually made it to the championship and lost. So yeah, so that runs in the family, like basketball, big sports. Yeah, sports. Uh, who who prepared you? Uh, was it your parents that prepared you to be become the 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 player you? You know, you were. Because if by ninth grade you were already a savage, like, that, that means you were playing. How old were you when you started playing? Uh, say about, like, 13, 14. I played football my whole life. Yeah. And then once I broke my arm in middle school, I just, I'm like, I'm done. I didn't like sitting out. Oh. Damn, yeah, so man, playing yeah. football, you broke your arm? And then, uh, so you were, back in the day, you were playing just football? Yeah. Yeah. And then that accident kind of lean you towards going towards, like, the basketball? No, that, that made me put the football down. I was like, no, I, I gave it up. Yeah. Like, and I started playing football and, I mean, basketball. When my friends started leaving, like, for summer, because I'm yeah. like, football is, is different season. So I'm like, where y'all going? They're like, bro, you might as well start playing basketball, hit the road with us. And yeah. I was chubby playing at first, so all I did was shoot. Yeah. So at what age did you start, like, playing basketball? Like, all right, I'm going to get into this shit. 13, 13, 13, 14. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, that was like a everyday thing from that point on? Or was it just kind of like 24 hours straight? Like, I watched YouTube till I fell asleep, Sports Center, whatever I could. Like, that's all I thought. Yeah, to get to, to kind of get the information and, and hell yeah. Because I was watching your highlights, man. And, that, man, it seemed like you had the whole package. It's like the shots. Like, if I want to pull up from here, like, it's going, it's going, it's going in, period, you know? Yeah. Or if I want to drive, like. You, you were cold with it, man. Like, And it's a lot of time. Just like with anything, you put time in yeah. with it, you're going to get better. Yeah, because it's like, especially, like, you got to go against these big fellas, so you got to find a way to maneuver, you know what I'm saying? So I was watching those highlights, man, and it was like, oh, shit. And then I, I remember, go ahead. No, no, I was just like, and a lot of people, like, when we posted the thing that you were coming here to the podcast, a lot yeah. of people were like. Somebody was, said that you were the uh, Steph, uh, Steph, Curry. Steph Curry of Oklahoma before yeah. Steph Curry was a. Uh, no, like. No, don't oh, hear, brother. Don't hear, brother. Like, like growing up on the east side, like real life, like even at Millwood, because you know Millwood and Douglas, that's a whole little rival mm-hmm. thing. Like even at Millwood, like we pulling up from the volleyball line, we went yelling Kobe, we yelling Stevie, like mm-hmm. for real, like like just shit like that for real, bro. Because I'm I'm graduating class 2013, but I'm I was on a complete different side of town, and I remember when you would uh, pull up at Woodson. 
the people would be excited, bro. Like Stevie's coming to Woodson today and shit. Sometimes he'd go and he didn't even pull up or you know, but it'd be like a like a little town thing. Like, damn, I want to see this full play today. Like, so oh, it's yeah. um, that's crazy, man. It's yeah, I would honestly say I started it first because I mean I wasn't just playing in Oklahoma City. Nor was I just like high school AU and everything. I mean I won MVP at NBA camp, and I mean I led the Nike League in scoring. So. I did a lot of You stuff. were number one uh, in Oklahoma City, ranked number one, right? Yep. Two Man. years. Mm. So when you are graduating from high school, you went to what college? Oklahoma State. You went to Oklahoma State? Okay. Yeah. Talk about how your senior year was, man, because that has to be fucking wild. Like, you just... You, you're a superstar in, the, in Oklahoma, and then you got all these scholarships coming in. You're probably thinking, like, I'm about to be rich. And, you, you like, expl- talk about that a little bit. Just that whole year was crazy. I mean, I lost my coach that I had my first three years, and he was on me even when I was in middle school. Like, if we could have played high school and middle school or middle school and high school, I would have been able to play. Like, he wanted me to play. But even in middle school, he made sure I did all the little things off the floor. Yeah. That, that correlated on the basketball floor. So, it started early, but honestly, it was all different, man. That senior year, I went to Vegas for a little bit, for a couple months. And my mom didn't like it. I mean, the school was new, but they were just taking it too long as far as with classes and all that. Yeah. When you went you went to Vegas to go to school over there? Um, play basketball as well, but yeah. just to get on a national level so I can be on the scene as far as like playing on ESPN. Oh, okay, at at and this is a college level, right? What oh, this, is a, about? Um, this is senior year of high school. Oh, this is like high school, school when you went to, school. to Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay, because was it Oklahoma wasn't cutting it? No, as it, wasn't, far as it wasn't that. It was just like once my um high school coach left, it was just like everything was different. Oh, okay. The, a new the, coach and then different system. Like everything I went to went through to earn what we had got. Gone. It was just giving everybody like I'm like. They didn't work for nothing, man. Yeah, yeah. Explain that a like little it. more. What do you mean? Like all the work that you had done was just given to. School. Okay, my first year, and I and it was our family and friends. So and these were my brothers, but it was not easy. I mean, we fought. I had to fight just to get to where I was, and I didn't play like summer league games. I would cry not to play. Yeah, and this is in the summer, so I'm like mad because I'm like, man, I'm finally in high school. I've been waiting for this, like yeah. Star Spencer games, Millwood games, those in particular. Cause so, yeah, just getting in the court, like, and putting in the work. Type. Yeah. Yeah. It was more of a, like, it just runs through your veins once you fall in love with the game. It's like, I got to get in there, especially if you have a, you know, bigger goal in mind, which is to, you know, go to the big leagues and shit. So, so do you feel like the generation after you had it easier, or what do you mean by that? Like, uh, Much easier because um, my high school coach, I would say they said, and this is coming from the alumni speaking. They would say, "Y'all got Coach Long much easier. Like he would, he would let stuff go. Yeah. Nor would he let nobody shoot like I did. But I went through everything they went through, and I know what they say when they he don't let you do nothing that yeah that you don't do in practice. So if you don't dunk in practice, he don't care if you dunk in the game. You got to come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Interesting. So when you made this transition to Las Vegas and you're over there, what was that experience like? I'm sorry, before you answer that, what was that coach's name? Terry Long. He went to Mustang. Terry Long. And that, uh, he's and they the had one. a team over there, too, that Mustang. So he's the one that you won every championship with? Yep. Okay. Until my last year. 
He he passed away like before no, he, the he went started to, um, or during. No, the he went to or? Mustang. Like he went to go coach at Mustang. Oh, he didn't pass away. He just moved no, schools. Just okay, I got his you. His son came to high school, and then it was just it was just a lot going on. It was crazy. I got you. Mm. So at that point, it was kind of like the, sort of like the Mike Tyson thing. Like once he lost his coach, it was like, man, this ain't the same. Is that is that pretty much what it was? Yeah, and I tried to do everything to get out there, but you know, I couldn't move in a Mustang. Mm. Mm. Why was that? Couldn't do it. No, the uh-huh. whole family's life on the east side, you know. So, do you think you'll stay at the east side pretty much the rest of your life? No, sir. I mean, I've been overseas for the past few years, and I like it. Okay, see something different, huh? Okay, so going back to the question on the, you go, you went from high school to Las Vegas. You moved over there, and uh, what was that experience like? Did you get to play a lot of basketball over there? No basketball at all. I went early to just to figure it out, get get myself prepared for what's around me, you know, yeah. to get a um a schedule and a regimen because I like I like to be strategic with how I move, make sure I got order with my life. So I went out there to get everything together and just like they were taking all day with getting my classes, and then my mom's calling every day. You get your books, you get everything. I'm like, no. About a month go by, still nothing. She like I'm coming out there. Mm. See for herself, and she didn't like it, so we left. Where did you go from there? Came back home. Came back home, and then this is uh, after high school, or is this in the still in high school? Still in high school. So you came back and snatched another championship, or how, how yeah. was that? Yeah, I came back to Douglas and won another championship. I'm like, like fuck it, let me just Shit. take this last little thing thing right here. Yeah. I mean, with me leaving, it took a lot with me leaving. Like, yeah, I didn't want to leave the state of Oklahoma. If I could have just went to Mustang, like we did everything for me to go to Las Vegas, I'm like. Why not make the change for me to go to Mustang? Right. Mm. So I'm like, at the end of the day, I didn't like it, but my heart was in at Douglas, so I'm like, might as well finish out. Yeah. And so it, that decision, the whole Vegas thing, was it was mainly your parents, would you say? or It was my decision, but my mom made her decision when she came and seen what, it was, what was going on. She was like, nah, we ain't doing this shit. Come back home. Yeah, because if they ain't going to... Put you in the court, then why waste your time there? You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you know you got to find the. So you the come back, and then do you have like uh, after that season? Do you start getting all these offers from these colleges, or uh, how was that? Like, uh, why did you make the choice of going with uh, LSU and what? Yeah, man. Um, I chose Oklahoma State first because orange and black. It was right down the street, and I just I had a vision with what I wanted to do. Yeah, and just. Make Oklahoma State basketball great, and just be able to bring my family there and not be too far away from from Oklahoma. So and that drive was not. I mean, I thought an hour was cool, which was like forty five, fifty minutes. It was not good at all. I was back and forth from home, so it was like, did I ever go to school? What was that you said? You like, you, I mean, how close Oklahoma State was. I mean, I was back and forth like from home and school, so it was like. Did you ever go to college? You were basically still back over here. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, I was always better off leaving, not knowing. So would you say that it was uh, – why couldn't you just stay away? Like, why couldn't you just stay over there in, in the dorms or whatever and do your practice and not come back over here? I mean, there was nothing going on. I, I mean, I worked out. I did all my schoolwork. So it was just like I got free time. Mm. I sit, I sit on my bed, watch sports, and I'm like, well, I can drive home and do that. 
Mm. They play the same stuff over and over again. And, but once I get home, I forget everything that I thought about, and I'm just like, all right, I'm about to go see my friends and stuff like that. Go see where the function's at. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what other offers did you get besides um, OSU? UConn, UCLA, Florida UCLA. State. UCLA, that's a pretty – you turned that one down? That's crazy. Yeah. You could have been over there in Hollywood. I was actually going to graduate early. I thought about graduating early when my coach left and all that, but I decided to go to Vegas. So, it was a thought. I mean, I took the visit my junior year and everything. Okay. So, you go to OSU. You choose OSU. How many games did you play? How many seasons? I only got to play until December. So... It's August, like so Rangers about school, right? so about sixteen games. Sixteen games. Yeah. Okay. Talk about your mentality during that time. Like, is it all? Is your mentality all in basketball, or was this uh, no, kind of divided? It was divided. It was still like discombobulated from everything that went on with high school, and I'm just like, okay, I'm still moving forward. But I'm like, I didn't have that person that was in my head letting me know what was going on because he prepared me for everything moving forward. Like, it's bigger than basketball. That's never the problem. And he would tell me about anybody that graduated from Douglas. Like, the only problem was off the floor. Mm, like what you did off the court. Yeah, and that was always their problem. And then when I went to Oklahoma State, he just he just kept calling me, reaching out. Like, that was a bad decision, man. Everybody that ever went to Oklahoma State from Douglas, like, man, got put out or did something wrong to get put out. So I was just like. There's a line that Honey, Honey Band has in one of his songs. He says, uh, million or million dollar jumper. But he'd still be in the trap. Would you say that would apply in a sense to you? Well, when I say like, when I say trap, though, like, you know like the hood, like in the, the mix, smoking yeah. the ganja, doing the. But not, not even, not even all that. You know what I'm saying? Just being around, like I know a lot of people who just, just grew up. You know what I'm saying? In that, you know what I'm saying? And you got a million dollar jumper for real, like yeah. You know, don't need to be around. Yeah, that's right. I heard that in your songs. So I'm like, would you say that sort of applies to you? I would. I mean, I grew up in it, and like I said, growing up, basketball just was my first mindset. I mean, I went outside just to have fun, and basketball was something to do while you was outside. And as I got older, I started venturing off on other things, but that stuff kind of stuck with me, and, and basketball was more so it, but I still had this part of me that I still had to let be, whether it was I had to go spend some time over here, you know, I'm not going to do nothing because I know what I got going on, but just being in the area, being in the vibe. And so, all that. yeah, I think what what happens, what happened there was like you were like into basketball, but in a way you were like, damn, like I want to chill with the family and friends. Like, you know, it. it you, and then not having that coach there anymore to get right to, to tell you, like, bro, you got to sacrifice. Cause that's that's the thing with the with sports in general, like. And, like, dreams, it's like you got to sacrifice and you need to understand that, but you also need somebody also pushing you to, like, and then being, you understand that. You know what I'm saying? Being that young, I think, is difficult, yeah, man, because, like, sure. your head had to be just, fuck, all over the place. Like, <laughs> like you're, you're, you're the man, bro. You're the man at fucking, no, uh, I don't how old are you, 17, 18? 16. Yeah, she's 16 years old. You got all this... Yeah, that's and wild. then you got the you know the college scene too. You know that all it's, it's all about parties and, and you know thotties and shit. You know, oh, so yeah. it's like uh, keeping that balance. You need somebody to check you all the time because that's uh, 
yeah, a lot of the players do sacrifice that shit. And it's like athletes in general, like, yeah, it's a big, you know, a big, but they have somebody telling them like, nah, you gotta, man. Like, you gotta get to it. You know the what I'm saying? The core big, man. And like, I look, I look into LeBron a lot. And as I got older, like, and started doing wrong and like just doing mm-hmm. more so of me and what I wanted to do, like, I stopped, I stopped watching him, but I'm back on to him because he's been doing it since LeBron Hunt. 12, 12, 11, you know, but his core of people yeah. is big and now, I stuck that, with him. So that's what I was wondering, like how LeBron was able to just be so perfect. Like he's badass Bro. basketball player. And then not only that, like his, it seems Bro. like he has his family life, like just all in order. Like the yeah, LeBron from, 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 from like. In high school, bro, they would interview him. He sounded professional as fuck. So like, did he? Like, ha- has he had the the right team around him? Like the, the I want to say, school, I, yeah. The, he's a smart guy. Though. Yeah, if you look at his like, he did, he's doing like a thing on HBO. Where, where is it? The Chop Shop or some shit? So he's doing that with the people he went to high school with, bro. Like he has a picture from like twenty years ago, like the same. So people. let's say this during that time. Um, who was your Who was in your corner? Like during the whole time you get drafted to play for OSU and stuff. Like who Who would you say was in your corner? I mean, I had my family, but once I lost my coach, like basketball was everything. And once he left, it was just like I started being defined with everything else that everybody was talking about. Because I started losing sight of the picture. Because I'm like, so damn, and y'all won't let me go here because I know he's gonna make sure we good for life. So you kind of rebelled at that at that point. Yeah. You were kind of just like, man, yeah, fuck so it. Yeah, so now I got on. I started doing a lot more, uh, you know. Would you say that would, was your parents involved? Like, how how involved were they? My mom was. She she was more involved than she should have been. I mean, right. I'm not saying that, but six kids, seven kids, bro, and then okay. she went to school and yeah. worked. Okay. Like, so. No, no. Yeah, I, I understand that. So I feel like it, it's, been... it's it's that's hard. Like that's a, that's the thing. Like, because your your parents have to do a lot. That's one of the reasons I, I love basketball, bro. I wanted to become big, but I never had the like. My parents were never there in that aspect, you know, because it was just my mom, six brothers, you know. So it was tough for her to be all over the place. It's like dedicate her time and energy, you know. And I never had my dad around, so like he was the one that was supposed to take that role of like taking me to the practices, practicing overnight or in the mornings and doing workouts and this and that. So it's like, that's so uh, now that you're saying that, did you have that? Or was that kind of an instinct for you? That was like, I'm trying to hoop. So like you would wake up and you'd go do it. Or would you, would your dad be on you? I I, I never knew him. Okay. So you're in the, so like, yeah, like I just would watch my mom and I'm like, I don't want her doing that for the rest of her life. Like, cause I understood she can't be there for everybody, but work is taken away from seeing us Mm -hmm. as well as school. So I'm like, Everything I did, I'm like, I'm doing it by myself right now. Like, as a kid, I'm just like, I'm outside working out basketball. It was just like, I'm trying to do something to where my mom don't have to work. Not Mm. knowing it was going to take to where she had to get involved more now. Yeah. Like, what I was doing, not knowing. No, you didn't want to. Basically, uh, you were doing it to get weight off her shoulders and, in a sense, it kind of put more. Like, she's like, Right, as a sense, like, people say, oh, man, I, I, I started selling drugs so I could put money in my mom's pocket. Like, I started playing basketball and working out so I could take the weight off her shoulders. But I didn't have nobody in my telling me, like, yeah. the better you get, man, the more she's going to have to be around, like. Right. And I understand that at the end of the day, people are jealous, man. We all human, you know. Yeah. I love my family. And I wouldn't say that they didn't get jealous because I got jealous, man. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm saying that now because as I fell off, it was just like I'm seeing little stuff that I would look over because I didn't care about what was going on because I was so focused on what I had what I had planned. So did you see a lot of fuckery after they, those articles come out, like uh, troubled Stevie Clark and this and that? Like, did you start seeing pe- people that were close to you just get switch away up. and yeah, basically switch up? I started witnessing it early. I mean, like I said, 16 and then 17. Now I'm sponsored by Nike. I'm going to camps and everything, NBA camp, all different types of stuff. So people started changing. People started coming around, and I'm just, I'm not why understanding. Why is that, though? Like, why do you think it, like, well, as soon as somebody starts getting successful, is it because Everybody wants a piece of the pie. Like, it's just, you know. Nobody like, wants to work for it, though. Like, they seen... They seen that he was a but he bust his ass like to get a stock, worse. Basically, it's like oh Stevie, you know Stevie's that guy. So now it's like oh yeah, that's my guy, that's my homie, that's my. Now everybody wants to be uh, part of the part of the. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's just what it, it is with. Everybody life. wants your glory, but doesn't want your story. That's what you know. What I'm saying like they say is like because they don't know what the work you put into getting to the position. You know I mean, just the, what he's saying right now, like he's thinking about getting his mom out of. All this, like that, that for a kid to be go thinking that type of stuff is already like uh, maybe would you say traumatic in a sense because you're like uh, you're not being a kid at that point. You're you're basically yeah, you're on a mission. That's yeah, that's all it was. Salute to you for that, man. Because that's uh, no, I salute my mom at the end of the day because she could have been just washed her hands like the Lord will handle you or, or, or protect you, but you know her love really kept you know kept me here, kept me going. The reason I went overseas and kept playing, cause I didn't, I didn't write the story where I was gonna mess up. Yeah. So it was just like a hurricane hit me after that. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, now what to do? Yeah. What's the next step? You know? Shit. Yeah. So after you go to the OSU and you play until December, the what happens after that? So and at this point, you have that defiant mentality still, right? Yep. You're kind of just like. Yep, so they did everything they could to help me, and I appreciate them. They sent me to um, John Lucas, um, the little rehabilitation thing in Houston, to where I would work out with NBA guys. I mean, other other college players that's been in trouble, and you have to graduate from there. And, little, like, and they would test you there, too. Yeah. Like, and so I've seen people fail. And I'm talking about people that I'm like, I watched you, bro, in the Final Four. Like, I'm looking at you like I want to be there. Yeah. And for you to be kicked out, like, this is the last chance. I know that. So I'm like, nah, I'm like, I can't I can't do it. But I still got the defined mindset. But I'm like, I'm going to graduate this, so I still got the opportunity to go somewhere else mm-hmm. if I want to play basketball. But I was still mad. Yeah. So during that time, like, were you uh, – what, what would be the next step? Uh, NBA, right, after uh, OSU? That was the plan, but I mean, I couldn't go to no Big Twelve school, and that's why I really wanted to go. I was gonna go to Baylor, but I couldn't. So, and that was I because a, of your d- disciplinary stuff. Yeah. And, so I took a year and a half off from school, and I went to my rebel. I went to my rebel mode, man, and just started doing everything that the right people that was in my corner was telling me not to do. Cause I'm like, y'all wasn't hearing me when I wanted y'all to hear me. So why am I listening to y'all now? So I'm like, this is taking time, but I wasn't thinking that. So, so how uh, long would you say that the rebel defiant uh, attitude lasted? Like, uh, at what point did you kind of start humbling down? Like, I would say 
Three years. Three years? Yep. So even even when I went back to school, I was still in my defined mode, but it was like, I know I got to get back to basketball because this is what I've been I, working I'm hurting for. myself. Now I'm hurting myself, like, not even more mentally and physically. Like, you ain't going to be able to do nothing. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, go to school. If you're going to hurt yourself, go hurt yourself in the gym or something. So I just kind of started working myself out of it. And, I mean, it was like getting out of a black hole. Uh, so and that's what because you had a what was it three point uh, five GPA so you were even a good student too like yeah, you I, were, I had an offer from Harvard I was gonna say that man I was gonna go to Harvard but I'm like I can't focus on school to play basketball there because mm, that they're all about the you know grades school because when you're focused on basketball or or any college sport they'll let the like they'll let like uh. If you're just there for the sport, they'll be like, "All right, you're that good. Fuck I, it, we'll I, let it slide." I guess what I mean with, with the, uh, like bringing up the GPA is like you're not a you're a smart guy. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. I, basically, what I'm getting out of this is that defiant uh, attitude is probably what did it, huh? That's probably where, where you were fucking up. Basically, that's it. And I was just trying to prove my point because I feel like. The people around me got to a point where they was like, I need some control because they thought I, was, I wasn't I was running anything, you know? Like, just the more work I put in, the more blessed I was being, like, to be able to bless people. Like yeah. I said, I got sponsored by Nike. I'm being able to do whatever I want. I mean, went overseas for the Olympics and all that. I mean, I had a good time. It was, it was a great time, seriously. So you are done with OSU. After that, did you get sent to a re- rehabilitation? Yep. In Houston, you said? John Lucas. Yeah. How long were you And that was after the third strike you had or whatever? Yep. Three months. Three months. Okay. And after you go through that process, like, did your mentality change? Did that really help? It really did, honestly. And I I like John Lucas because he he went through everything. I mean, he would tell me I I, I didn't do nothing. I got in trouble for marijuana and drinking a little bit. Just dumb shit. Yeah. Being a kid. Yeah. But he was like, man, I was doing hard drugs, and he was no more picking in their draft. Ooh. And I'm with him every day. Like, he's waking me up wow. at 6 in the morning, and he's making me uncomfortable, you know, to where I'm just like, God. But he's making me realize, like, you messed up. I'm just telling you what you're doing. But the person that Dude, I had leading me yeah. was the same person doing everything he was telling me, like how he was treating me and not necessarily treating me in a bad way. But it's, it was pushing me to yeah. be better. yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Huh? He was you telling think? you that real shit, man. Yeah, like because I don't like nothing sugarcoating. If if I know you're gonna sugarcoat it, I'm I'm not even trying to hear you. Yeah. And then if you still trying to tell me, all right, I'm listening to you, but I'm not listening to you. You know, it's it's in one ear and not the other now. Like, tell me what you're trying to say. Yeah, straight to the to the down to the chase. So, do you think it's pressure that athletes, like young athletes, they feel like that pressure of like, damn, I got to perform every night. And they end up like, all right, I have so much in my mind that I got to distract myself. So then they start going to the parties and they get maybe caught with some marijuana. And then, you know, hap- you know that shit happens. So do you think it's the, just the pressure of like, damn, you got to perform every night? Or what do you think it is? At the time, would you think it was like some petty shit? Because that's how I would think. Like, if I'm scoring all these points, like, and I'm smoking a blunt, you're going to kick me out? Man, it, it, it's, it's more... You need some relaxation. Toward, it's more to it that I, I, I won't speak on because... Like, I made the choice, you know, and the decision to take whatever came with whatever happened to me. You you, know? you knew you knew that if you got caught doing this, this was the pos- possibility. Always, always, always. If I'm doing wrong, I know the possibility or the chances. Yeah. 
Cause that, yeah, you got to man. Cause if not, that's. I mean, you're fucked basically at that point. If you're if you fuck up and then you still can't accept the fact that you fucked up, that's when it's a uh, it's a real problem, man. So you are in this uh, rehabilitation for about three months. You're out of it. Where does Stevie go next? I went back to O State, get my stuff. Um, they asked me if I wanted to come back to school, and I'm like, no, nah, it's cool. So like uh, OSU. Yeah. They were like, do you want to come back to school to study instead of... No, I was going to get to play basketball oh, and everything. For real? Yeah. yeah. And we went to the tournament and everything. I was just sick, man. He was like, no, nah, I'm done with these people. Just my defiant, like, the you defiant know, like, I, get, I get on my, my horse and it's hard to get me off of it. Right. Still, so fuck, still fuck to up. this day? Nah, I'm, I'm getting off that, man, because I had to realize, like, I didn't get to where I was by myself. Like, yeah, it was by myself when I was working out. But I had other people in my ear, and I was taking their opinions and valuing and using them so I could be better. That's so at the point where you stopped listening is probably when all this bullshit started happening. You were just like, yep. man, it, it, that's crazy that you say three years too, bro, because I went through my phase of like, of, of not giving a fuck. And that was about how long it lasted, three years. And I was just like, I got to do something, man. Cause <laughs> but you're still not even out, out of it after that three years, though, like. That's, oh, just, yeah, that's just a mindset of saying, you put, right, I'm, out of, I'm out of, like, not listening to everybody. Like, you still got to get your mental right. You got to like, fix all the shit you, you know, fucked up the past. Three. Your mind's so messed up. Like, even when you know somebody telling you right, you might still just initially, because you've been so used to that for three years, like, your initial reaction is defense nah, mode. I'm, I'm, about to go, <laughs> I'm about to go Sunday fun days, uh, drink me. No, I know exactly what you mean with that, man. Like, coming on, I started uh, as a video director, so I started getting, like, Booked and I'm I'm living it up and then I just I don't know that defiant mindset like if I'm late I'm late fuck it you know like if I'm and that right there caught up to me bro like it's like shit people get tired of the bullshit yeah <laughs> not even that man like do something so much or or be careful what you ask for you get it like and just me being defined I'm like man forget it I don't care what happened like just how I was acting because I'm like y'all didn't care. I knew that they didn't care, and I knew mentally, like, this man was going to battle with me to make sure I was good to move forward. Like, I didn't have everybody around me to do that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, y'all didn't care about that? So I really just stood on that to do wrong. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not hearing y'all. And then trying to prove a yeah, point, basically. Yeah, just to prove a point. And to prove a point, I was tripping, like, wasted three years, for real, for real. But I appreciate my mama. You know, but, but now I say this to anybody. Don't never go against your mama, man. Don't go against the grain. Because as soon as I started that, it was all downhill. Like, she telling mm. me, you changing, son. I'm not and hearing you. I'm not hearing you. It's ignorance at that point. You're like, yeah. You know, until you realize when, when shit happens. <laughs> and, and nobody's like, going to know you more. Like, nobody's going to know you more than your mom. So if she, you trying said, to hear if she says, you're changing, that's when it's trying like. To hear yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm it, changing. It takes, uh, you know. For you to, for shit to happen, you know, they'll be like, don't do this because it might, if you do this, this is going to happen. And then you're like, nah, you go through it and you're like, ah, shit, they were right. Like a lot of shit made a lot of sense when I grew up. I was like, no wonder my mom would tell me this. No wonder my mom would tell me that. And it takes you t sometimes time because you're just ignorant at the time. And you're like. Being stubborn. Yeah. Like, I think that's one thing that as young men, uh, shit, we have a lot of testosterone and like if you're. Yeah, bro, it's just normal, I think, to, but like you, like it's, um, you have to figure, realize when it is that, check yourself basically before it's too late. Cause, yeah. you know, like who knows if he would have checked himself back then, who knows, you know what I'm saying? If, 
Same shit with me. If I would have not fucked up, I might have been shooting videos for Chris Brown right now or some shit. But yeah. I was like, fuck everybody. And that's a, it wasn't a good mentality. But I honestly feel like everything happens for a reason. I feel like it happened for me in a better way because just the road I went down for those three years. Like, imagine if I was like, how long would you say I'm, I'm done being defined, you know? And you would have got with Chris Brown. And necessarily, I'm going to speak on me now. Like, if I would have got off in my defined mode and just... Made made it to the NBA because I know I'm gonna get there. It's just a matter of time. But if I would have made it then and there, and then I would have just been like, forget it. Now I got millions of dollars, oh, and then I'm on my shit. defined mode. So I I could be doing more things than a little bit. You uh, see what I'm saying? So yeah. what you're saying is that maybe you weren't, we weren't prepared for it. Like maybe because uh, bro, I had you know, <laughs> like it's like uh, I, have, I have it all to, and then it's uh, not happening. Like why the fuck is it not happening? If I got everything that that. So I guess that that makes sense, bro. That, yeah. Damn. So you go back to OSU. They're trying to get you back, hey, to play basketball. And you're like, nah, fuck that. You guys can go to hell. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Where, <laughs> where, where do you go from there? Back to the east side. Back to the east side. So when did you start playing overseas? Um, I went. I went back to school before. I mean, before I even got to overseas, like yeah. at Oklahoma State, I took my year and a half yeah. off and. Started doing my little stuff. That's when I told you I started doing more harm to my body, mentally, physically, everything. Yeah. It just it got to a point where I'm like, nah, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go to school. So I went to a JUCO. We got my associates. I went to Oakland. Then I transferred mm. to Louisiana to be closer with my brother. Mm. And at this point, you're still hooping a little bit? Yeah, I'm in school. Still fully practice and everything, though? So you I, still- did, I graduated from my, um, my um, JUCO. And then I went to Oakland University. Uh, so right now, Stevie Clark, where's he at uh, basketball-wise? Overseas. Same, same stuff that overseas. we see on, on the highlights? Oh, or? same stuff, man. Yeah. I just I just was recently averaging 30, man. You can go to that one. Easy. Huh. So how do you – did you develop that jump shot or was something that you was like, ah, oh, shit, I can shoot? He said he was fat, so he could only shoot. It was already in, like it was in. Me. It was because man, I see those pull ups and like, damn, bro. Like, all, fat, all fat dudes can shoot it, man. Yeah, yeah. huh? <laughs> so there was always, yeah. And so then at that point, you're just developing like athleticism, the ability to drive. Because he was like, I see those highlights, and you're over there like just crushing these big dudes, like getting like I'm gonna get to the hoop. You know what I'm saying? So uh, did you develop that as well, or was it something that was in you? Man, it was in me, but. You know, like I said, I spent a lot of time, like not Putting even just, the work. not even hours on the floor, like hours off the floor watching films. So I know how to move someone mm. to where you're gonna be too too off 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 body, man, yeah. or off balance. You know, yeah. as I would say. Oh, yeah. So the average basketball player isn't fucking with you. You you would basically just pull up and no, I I mean. Yeah, I said that. All right. yeah. Out of all, exactly. <laughs> out of all these leagues that you have out here, because or not leagues, I, I, would you call them leagues? Like, there's people that play like at Robinson and uh, Woodson. Mm-hmm. Which area in Oklahoma would you say is like where the coldest people are at? If if and I mean, there. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm there's sure talent there's out there. here. There's talent. Don't 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 underestimate the talent. Oh. Like that place, much you, respect that, to that Oklahoma. Place you much up respect or? to Oklahoma, man. And all the basketball players, man. But I don't see nowhere as a problem. 
I never so, lost in the state of Oklahoma. Ah, shit. I never lost in the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> ah, like and it's that. just a piggyback. No cap. no cap. I remember being, I want to say. Like, but you got the numbers to back it. So I, I, know, I believe so that I shit say, right I can the say back. that and stand on Yeah, exactly. So, so, so there was absolutely no place in Oklahoma where you, when you pulled up, you were kind of like, I was Man, a, let, let me tie my shoes. I was uh, about to no. challenge you to a one-on-one, but I was like, I better shut up. Nope, because I'm about to I get wasn't dropped. even dealing with the other team. Like, I had that coach right there next to me, like, he wanted to be a great coach, so he was challenging me. You know, so one turnover was 10. So if I oh. just – so now I, I got that in my head. If I turn the ball over one time, I am furious. So now I'm mad. So I got to go score 20 times. I got to go score 20, make up 30 for it. on you. Yeah, yeah. something. You got to drop – yeah. You okay, so I, remember, I remember being in like sixth, seventh grade, like in Millwood, you came that when you playing Douglas. You know what I'm saying? I'm pulling up whenever he playing. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I want to be there. Have y'all played a one-on-one? He said he nice. He said he he. Bro, he said he has the 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 abilities of Allen Iverson. He can finish like Kyrie. I'm about to say. I guess you know a million dollar move with a a, um, a penny finish. Ah, he got. I guess well, he, he can have all that. He can have all that. Damn. But look, look. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it because he he posted a recent story where the man did a full fast court man, like go ahead and missed missed the whole layup. Missed the whole layup. I was sick. I, I said, look at it. <laughs> but, but nah, I remember being like six, seven grade, like sitting front row. And he came out. No, uh, we, we was playing. And I want to say it was like second quarter. He came across half quarter, like two steps. Said, that's your ass. And it went all net. I'm like, oh, this nigga turned up for real. Like, turned up for real. Like, a lot of credit. So you pull up on any court and you're just fucking schooling. A lot of credit to that coach, man. I was telling you about Coach Long, man. You know. Him and oh, yeah. my mama, man, they they man, they they work. Hell they yeah, a lot of work, man. That's what's up. So when you're going, like when you're step on the court and you know you got like uh, this big game, what's your mentality? Like, is there some kind of like intimidation or like because you know playing the games? When I used to play the games in in uh, high school and like middle school, like I had a little bit of like, damn, I was a little bit intimidated. Of myself, of like, am I gonna perform? Like, am I gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, damn, because it's like, it's pressure, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you wanna stand out, you wanna show off. So, was it the same in your case, or were you like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna drop 30? Easy. I mean, that initial, like, that initial recognition where people just started showing up, I got it in my mind, like, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. But my coach, you know, like I said, he was just like, man, it's not you, like, play your game. Yeah. And then it just started. It started setting with me. Like as I worked, as I worked out more, it was like the game is nothing. That's forty minutes. Mm. I might work out two hours, like one session. You know, mm. so it's like that's a part of my workout. Yeah. Can so you break like, down what uh, the day of workouts consisted of? Like during the, well, even right now, like what 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 are you? What does your day consist of? Man. Early mornings, I get my bike. I get my bike in. Cardio. Cardio. Gotta make sure I'm in my push ups. Conditioning. All that, and then I get a couple shots in, and then I'm at home for a little bit. So what does that look like? So you say the morning you do cardio. So it's uh, conditioning. You said the bike. Is that what helps you stay in? Because man, running back and forth for let's say you play 35 minutes. I don't know, maybe 30. 
that's a lot. That's a lot of like running back and forth, and like not only that, that you like when you drive and you cross somebody over, you're gassed out. So now you got to come back on defense and guard the. You know what I'm saying? So that's it requires a lot of conditioning. How, you know how what I'm saying? How, uh, how long of cardio would you say you do? I say I probably run five miles, like two and a half on my bike, and then two and a half on the treadmill. Mm. So you do that in the morning. Little five miles, and then do you hit the weights? I do. Like, I got dumbbells on. Like some, okay. Okay, so let him finish. He was telling us the, the day. You said you work out, uh, you do cardio, and then you, you're at the house I for a I do my bit. cardio, you know, I'm at home. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm transitioning, you know, into being a father, too, and, and oh. a basketball player. So making that transition. So that's why I'm at home more so. And to piggyback on what I said earlier, it's not, my problem's not on the floor. It's off the floor, so. I'm still mentally, like I That's said. That's the biggest getting challenge. Getting out of that hole. Getting out of that black hole. Yeah. And I'm still falling out of love with the stuff that I grew up to love and, you know. Yeah. Man, that's that's crazy. Is that, uh, that sucks, kind of. Like, you got to grow out of, but that's just part of evolution, I guess, huh? Man, yeah. you just got to let the shit go. Sometimes you got to let some shit go, you know, because holding on to it sometimes can be worse than just letting it go, you know. So, yeah. So, you're about to be a father, you said. I am. Yeah. How many okay. kids? One. One. <laughs> he said, he said, what? <laughs> One. You know? Yeah. Uh, so that's probably got to be like even more motivating because you're like. It is. And that's why I say like this This transition is just different right now. And I'm just taking a different approach. Yeah. Like, I know I can go in the gym and work tirelessly. Yeah. And keep working. So do you have a set when you. Step on the hardwood, or are you like, all right, I got to put up today a normal work. I got to put up so and so shots. I have so- to make five hundred shots. Five hundred a uh. day. Fuck. Yeah, because you got to keep that man. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Like it's hard because I I'll, I'll I'll work out and shit. Like I will work out some chest and then like do a whole week and then go I on the weekend. Even keep count of that five hundred. Like <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, the thing is like when you work out and you go and shoot your your shot is off because of the weights. So you got to counterbalance that shit. So how do you how do you deal with that? Like being able to know how much. Man, I got my same regimen that I've been having since high school. Like I do killer shots from like literally under the rim from the side to the middle. Oh. And I would probably make about 50 just close, just watching the ball go in. That's 150. My people will go out, like people get on the floor and just start shooting threes. You missing. I'm making 150 just watching the ball go in. We all get in the same form, man. No, no matter how far you are from the goal, where you at? So yeah. you're, that, that works your muscle memory like a mm-hmm. motherfucker. You say you got a question? Yeah. Go ahead, bro. You ask me right here. Senior year, the state championship game. Senior year, state championship game. Yeah, like, that was crazy. Like, I want to go. So that was 51, 51 points? Mm-hmm. You yeah, dropped 51. But, but Seth Youngblood went crazy, too. And it was, what, 82 to 80? It was yep. a close-ass game, yep. huh? And you scored 51. That's fucking crazy. Damn. What's going on? I want to go ahead. Talk about that game, man. 51. Damn. Just being there so much, like, just the experience kind of came out of me because none of the players been there before. So just throughout the year, I'm preparing them, like, y'all got to do y'all part because I know when I got to take over, I'm going to do what I can, you know? And that's everything. If yeah. you come to that, I will. Damn, that's... So what do you mean, like the, the, uh, all, all the the play the people that were playing with you had 
you were the only one that had already been in a championship game? Like, none of them had no varsity experience. Like, all of them played JV. So, what yeah. happened to the, the your team? Like, the people that... They were all older than me. Like, I was the only young person to, to be on the squad. Oh. So, they I got two years with them, and then they came along. And uh, so, coming in your freshman year, you were off top just starting... No, I didn't start. Like I said, man, I was crying in the summer league, man, not playing no games. Okay, that's what you, you were know, saying, that yeah. you had to work your way into... Uh-huh. And to basically doing whatever you wanted and shooting wherever you wanted for yeah. them and all that. And it wasn't easy because, I mean, the players didn't make it easy. They didn't care what coach said. Oh. I said, they going to foul me. Oh, you think you finna just shoot a shot? They fouling me. And coach not like coach would call it, but he's not calling all the time. Because like, we don't get every foul. Yeah. And he would prepare me for, like, rivalry games. Yeah. And we just – it's the summer league, folks. Like, our rivalry game ain't till – Next year, probably. You know how the season yeah, goes. Yeah. And you already preparing me for this. Like, oh, you're not going to get no fouls in this game. So, I'm like, all right. Damn. So, I'm in practice mad every day. Like, I'm still not I'm not getting no fouls. And I'm trying to get on the starting lineup. Mm. That's so, got to be frustrating, <laughs> man. I remember it was shit when I used but, to play basketball. I mean, the thing is, trying I, to make the, the coach was just lineup. doing that because he knew that you had potential that probably other, like, if he wasn't being as harsh with other people, it's because he didn't see the fire that he seen in you. So that's why he was on your ass. Like, bro, don't fuck this up, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, those 50, like those games where you have those crazy amount of points, at what point do you say, uh, all right, I got to get this? Like, is there a point in the game where, like, the savage mode just activates? Or, yeah, like, how does that? I control the game. Like, I'm the point guard, so I control the game, the tempo, like. You decide when you're going to go and yeah. shoot or, huh? So th- I guess that's my question. At what point do you do you just begin just, all right, I'm taking over this motherfucker? Okay. Every game I'm going to start off shooting from 40. That, that that was always understood. Just to see what my shot was, see how, see how it was, and, like, see what I would have to do. Other than that, now it's time to get everybody else involved. But I'm always trying to score. You know, but if somebody's open, I'm going to get it to them because – we need. I need them to, you know, get right. Because when it's when the time come, they they gonna give me the ball. Nor have they never been in those situations to where they gonna look for the ball. They gonna throw it straight to me, hey bro. You know that crazy game where you scored fifty one. How the game ended by how many? Like how was the margin? Was it a close close game? Points. It was 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80 to eighty two. Oh, it it go it go to went to overtime. That was so long ago, man. <laughs> Shit. Bro, that's crazy. But that it's a close game. That's though. crazy that that's, you don't remember like such a like. If I scored fifty one points, no, I would no, remember no, everything. It, it, about every that single game. detail, bro. <laughs> it definitely didn't. It definitely didn't go huh. like that. But the, the the main the main goal of, the, of that was to win a championship, and that's all I wanted to do. So was there a point in that I need to watch this game now? Was there a point in this game where where you where the tables were against you where you were like fuck I'm gonna lose and that's when the the shit kicked in like because bro fifty points is I'll be lying if I say that I was nervous the whole time I was already on crutches I got hurt the game before so I was questionable about playing like literally I'm taking ibuprofens like probably about six to eight you know come really? halftime I'm still taking them because. I'm trying to make sure I can play, at, you at know. Do you even realize that? Because, like, we had a boxer, uh, my buddy Ali. Uh, 
Alex Salcedo, he's a, he's a professional boxer, and he said that one of his fights after like the fourth round, he didn't remember anything. Like he finished the whole fucking fight, but yeah, but he got hit though. That's I think what it what it was. But still, I think that's a, like a I don't know like an athlete thing because he doesn't remember a lot about that game either. So I'm like, I think what happens is you guys no, enter uh, uh, my bad uh, a stage of like float where you're just like you're not even uh, yeah. Yeah. Like tunnel vision, like if you ever seen Biker Boys, man, when when um Smoke was riding the bike and everything just went black and white, you know. But I, that game was tough. But man, I never, I was never worried, man, not one bit, just because I know I've been there mm. three other, times. and I know nobody would ever outwork me, and that's why I never was worried. Or to piggyback on what you said, like was I ever nervous or nothing? You you can look at all my high school stuff, man. I'm smiling, and if I was mad, it was because my high school coach was. Telling me something I didn't want to hear. Yeah. Or something I did wrong. And I know he mad at me. But other than that, I was smiling because I know with nobody outworked me. Or you didn't outwork me. Dang. That's, yeah. That's quite the the history, man. Like, what, four? Was it four? Yeah. Damn. So, at one time, you decided to say, like, all right, I'm going to go overseas and see what that's about. As soon as I graduated from my NAI, yeah, right here we went to the um, Elite Eight, and then after that I just did my little workouts. I had some G League workouts. How much you drop in this game? Twenty three. Light. It's college light. College was fun, man. Yeah. And then I kind of like like going back and thinking about just playing on that, and every game I would play in the NAI tournament, I was like, man, I would have been killing the NCAA. But yeah, it's just like that's why I would just go hard, man. Cause I'm like, at the end of the day, the ending goal was to be in the NBA. It don't, the road to the top is never straight. Yeah. You know? The so, fucking mind is a motherfucker. So if you crazy. were to go, like if you would have went full throttle with no mistakes, just discipline as fuck, you would have been, uh, what year would have you been drafted? I would say 14, 15. So that's with, uh, who, who got drafted that year? Like Shabazz Muhammad and all those guys. Ah, uh, damn. Who, who's famous, like, in the NBA that got drafted there? Shit, I'm going to have to pull it up. You said 14-15 draft? 14-15. Uh, let's see. That was crazy, man. I used to play 2K. You know how you can, uh, like, upload rosters? I would watch my name come up in the draft, man. That used to be crazy. Because, I mean, like, I was doing research on you, and your stuff pops up Andrew there. Like, Wiggins. ESPN, okay. they got all your fucking stats, like... So it's official, like man. Oh, you got Porzingis. This is the fifteen. I pull up the fifteen one. Okay. Oh, Devin Booker. Oh shit. Who? For real? Uh, he came out. Ah yeah. shit. Is it? Is this D'Lo? Was D'Lo in this class too? Yeah. This. Yeah. This was a good class. Yeah. So, man, I know this is a touchy question, but I had people hit me up and they said, <laughs> they said, what was my man doing, uh, doing that out the car? Like, what, what was going on that night, man? That you, that, that you, man, that was where you just it, partying. Just, you know, I'm about to say, I was just partying, but like, if Cause anybody that sounds like know some me, shit I do, bro. If anybody know me, like, like I said, it's just like what, how I grew up. That's, that's just me. Like, some, I'm just wild outgoing. And, and it's all with good intentions, man. It's never nothing, you know. There's but fun, fun exactly, games. Man. Yeah. So, 
What's up? Had a good time. <laughs> I had a good time. I'd already been in trouble. I'd already been in trouble a few times. And they were like, oh, you're on curfew. Like, you can't go outside your house, all this. I'm like, I can't do what? I'm like, y'all already telling me I can't play. Like, y'all done already took minutes from me. So I was like, man, I'm not hearing nothing y'all telling me. Like, And see, that's what, when I was reading these articles, like, everything I read was, like, petty stuff that I was like, like, he wasn't, my man's wasn't out here just doing no crazy yeah. ass shit. He was just, I think that's, that was, it was extra. To me, it was extra. I don't think they had to go the extra mile for that shit. Like, but, but the thing is, sports are notorious for that, like, uh, and the UFC, Nate Diaz's brother got, like, they, they, uh, what is it called? Like, let him go, basically, for marijuana. And now they let, like, they're allowing marijuana in the UFC. So I'm like, y'all did all that for, that's some bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, it, it. I don't know. It's weird, especially marijuana. Like, I don't know why. Like, it's not like you can get shit face. Like. You can drink a lot of fucking alcohol and act a fool, but you you smoke some marijuana. Like, oh, you're the bad guy. Like, yeah, that's that's it's crazy, just so man. fucked up with the whole marijuana system and shit. But so uh, once like break that down that night when that happened. What what are you thinking? Like, you're like fuck, man. Like no, like I, like I said, I was already on my define like. My whole time, like even before I got there, I was already in my define mode. Like my coach had already left, so my whole senior year, you know, I'm I'm being defined. So when I got there, it was just like I'm not gonna. I, I told myself I'm not gonna lie to these people, man. So whatever they want to know, I'm gonna tell them. So you 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 gonna fail this drug test? Yeah, I'm gonna do all that. I'm gonna fail it. Everything. I'm telling them what I wouldn't. You know, I was scared to tell my coach, but he's like, man, just. Tell me what's going on. Not knowing I should have been telling them the truth and lying to them. Mm. But long story short, you know, they they put me on curfew. I, I, I got my minutes took. So now I'm I'm, I'm furious. You know, I'm yeah. in the house. Everybody's at my roommates. They all in the front room. And they like, oh, bro, you might as well come out. We, we always have a good time when you come. Just knowing me, I'm like, you're right. I'm not having a good time in the room anyway by myself, you know. I'm like, okay, let's go. It was one of those fucking moments. And I knew it. I already knew I shouldn't have went out, man. Like, I was already lit out of it. Out of it, like, literally. When you can fall on concrete stairs and keep going, you you should, it's to tell yeah, you, you something. Already you know, on, I'm like. You were oh, on one, maybe two. Oh, man. So, I'm like, we keep going. So, we get to the first party, and it just, it, it got shut down quick. So, they like, oh, it's another one down the street. I'm like, all right, they, we all get in the car. I'm like, stop the car. I got to use the bathroom. They like, no, it's right down the street. I'm like, what's down the street? You know, it's getting late. And I'm like, bro, y'all taking too long. We not stopping. All right. I get out the, I get out the car. I raise the window down and just, like, I'm leaning back on the car. And just as we're driving, you're spraying the city man, with the... Just, <laughs> what? Like, I couldn't hold it no more. Spray. But I'm like, I'm not going to piss on myself. I'm like, no, that's what I'm not going to do. And this ain't the first time I've never just been out a window, you know, comfortably just while somebody's speeding and they're only going 25. So I'm like, man, it's nothing. I'm not to use the bathroom. Let's get to the party. Keep going. They was like, bro, the police. I'm like, it's too late. And, you know, once you... When yeah, she you can't just stop him, that, just like, no, I feel too good, bro. I'm not stopping. <laughs> and he just rolled by, and it was just like, I'm just like, man. He hit the lights. I see the lights. I'm like, oh, man. I'm getting right. As he's coming up behind us, like, I'm getting back in the car. So uh, he pull up. He come to the car like, come on, sir. What, what you been doing? He was like, you been smoking? Because, you know, I, I got in trouble, like, 
a few times recently. With so he knew you guy. when he when yeah, he, he already yeah. knew I was, and I'm like, I know you don't smell no marijuana on me, you know, because I ain't been able to play in no games unless I like pass the drug test. So I know you don't smell. But no he marijuana straight on up me. seen you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I ain't got marijuana on me. So if this is gonna be our problem, let me go. He like, nah. You peed on me, man. You know it was it was a cool day. He had his window down, so man. Ah shit. He's like, yeah, I'm 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 got to take you in. I'm like, oh man. Took me in. I'm like, already knew it was over with. Cause yeah, yeah, the athletic yeah. director, you know, prior to this, he's just like, if I see you again, go pack your bag. You know. So after that happened, I'm like, oh. I tried to I tried to play it off. I'm like, okay, I, don't, I hope the police officer didn't really tell coach. So I'm in there with the recruit. We all playing pickup. I'm like, man, you should come to the state. We running up and down. Coach coming to like, hey, Steve, he's speaking to us. I'm like, what's up, coach? He leave, come back for like 10 minutes. Stevie, get off the floor. I'm like, oh, I already knew what time it was. So you went to jail? Yeah. And then they, they let you go? And the next they, day. Okay, so you were like, I'm good. You know, they ain't say nothing. Coach ain't called me. I ain't, I ain't like, coaching him would have said something if you told him. So I'm like, all right, he ain't say nothing, so I'm good. I'm chilling with the recruit. I'm already at the gym. Like The thing is, though, bro, it's wild. They have people that are looking at that type of shit. Like, they're just... Like, my sister worked for the news before. So, literally, they're looking at, like, police reports mm-hmm. and shit like that to be like, what kind this, of news do I have yeah. today? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Stevie Clark. <laughs> See, but I'm not doing none of this. I'm just being me, man, and enjoying the process of just, like, where I came from. Like, this is big to me. Like, but... I'm still in the gym working out, so the recruit come in, like I said, and I'm, we get to running up and down, meet the managers and all of us. We, we playing pickup, five on five. Coach speak, he going about his business. He come back like, get off the floor. He like, I talked to that athletic director. He said, why didn't you tell me you went to jail last night? I said, I'm hurt, coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, did they wake you up last night like it was no problem? Like, we should be good. He was like, nah. I'm like, okay. He was like, the athletic director want to see you. When he said that, I just left the gym. I went and got my stuff out the locker room. I just left the gym. Like, I'm packing already. I'm like, they called me like, he want to see you. I said, coach, that man already told me. If I get in trouble again, no matter what it is, he do not want to see me. Go pack my stuff. So that was already in my head. I was just like, damn. It's like when you when you know you're about to get fired, so you just quit. Like, Man, you know, but, like, uh, I'm not trying to cause no problems. Like, hey, man, yeah. I, I took it for what it was. I'm like, all right, man, I messed up. I got to swallow this bullet. It is what it is. So I'm packing. They like, he want to talk to you, man. I'm just like, man, no, he don't. So he called my phone. Athletic director called my phone. He like, Stevie, man, I just want to come talk. He's like, man, I just want you to come talk to me, man, before you leave, man. And, you know, we had our little talk. We talked for about 30 minutes to an hour. What did that conversation consist of? If Just some points out there. Like, what was the... How, how, great, how great the season was when I was playing. Mm. You know, and then just everything took a turn when I just lost focus. But and at then, the end of the day, he was still trying to. Yeah, he was help just you, like he basically. was. And he did, like yeah. I said, he sent me to. Yeah, they sent me to John Lucas. You know, but he didn't tell me this as he was sending me off. Like now, it's, now it's reality to him. I'm like, oh my god, now I'm put out of school. This is gonna be worse. Like CNN called me when I got my first incident, so it was bad. But I'm like, this is gonna be worse. Like, I can't even go home, look my people in the eye. Like, none so of my Was that family. bad? Like you, you, no, that's how I felt. Like, this is just okay. me. Like, I'm my yeah, worst yeah, critic. Yeah. So, like, I got put out of school. Yeah. And, like, my last name, and I got people under me, so they last name means something because of what I do. So, when that happened, I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like. Everything starts hitting. How can I go home? 
You know, so now I'm already in my defined mode. But now I'm like, damn, life to hit me. But I'm like, I know I can't go to them. So now I'm outside. Now, now I'm outside more than I ever should have been. Not knowing I could have went to talk to them, but I, I'm like, how can I go face the people that's like, only they only know me for doing right. And, you know, I put that on myself. Like, I put that burden on myself to take care of everybody. So to come back wrong, it was just like, I didn't know how to do that because I didn't write that part of my story. So, man, was there any person during this whole time that you were able to, like, like just vent to or, or be, be a regular person with? Because you're basically this whole time being, a, uh, like you said, you have high expectations and all this. Like, is there anybody in your life that you're able to just talk about life with? At the time, no. But like I said, I, I wasn't used to talking to people. Like, I just put it all on myself. So when when I failed, it was like, now you got to start talking to people. No, I'm not talking to people because I don't know how. I didn't write that part. So I'm like, was nobody here for the start of this when when the thought came to my head. So I'm like, I got to go back to the drawing board and figure it out. That's quite, yeah, quite a roller coaster there, man. So after all of that, you decided to, like, all right, I'm going to go overseas. How was that experience? Because, like. No, this is it. Uh, and I'm not even, overseas didn't happen until three years after this. This yeah. is all happening in, I'm still a teenager. Shit. Yeah, that's damn crazy. I'm yeah. still a teenager, and I'm like, I'm learning. I didn't have no, uh-huh. like, I grew up in a rural area. Because you're not, just nobody in the rural area is thinking about or believe that they kid is finna go make a million dollars playing basketball. And like, I wouldn't put that on nobody. I just know I'm about to go work, work myself to death, like, to where I can't work no more. You either make it or you, you die know? trying. That's it. Shit. That's all I know. It's, it's a crazy pressure, man. Yeah, that I put on myself, like. So don't nobody understand it. Yeah, nobody's ever going to fucking... Unless, but I don't talk to nobody because I don't know where people be at mentally, you know? Mm. People don't want better, well, at least where I'm from. Talk about the east side a little bit, man. Just just how it's, how it's like and where you see it going. I see it going for the better. I mean, just because my generation, the people that I call brothers and the people you see me around, like... Little kid, my brother Dior, A Dub, all them like our mindsets is different, and we always want better. And now we got like we got a way out, but it's like we got to be the ones to change the vision for for our side of town, like because most people want to bring you down. Yeah, you got to. They know you got a way out. They want to purposely bring you down. Would uh, would you have problems back in the day whenever you had all this uh, what like cloud? I guess like did you? experience any of that where even the, the dudes like Boosie was talking about like everybody's talking about you their girls talking about you everything like did you witness that like people just being jealous and nasty and shit man I dealt with it you know but not somebody coming to tell me to my face like it would be people coming around and this would be like somebody that I probably wouldn't know or probably didn't see them around like hey bro they saying this how would you know this? I'm not knowing this at the time they're telling me. It's like, how do you know this? You know, like you over there with them. But I'm like, are you telling me this? Are we cool? Come on, hang with me type time. You see what I'm saying? Mm. It's crazy. Playing, uh, what is it called? Both Playing sides. both sides. Damn. Yeah, it's quite the, the hey, part, oh, yeah. uh, round two. But yeah, uh, 
it, it was quite the roller coaster, man, to, to be tough mentally and kind of be like, because a lot of people in your position would have been like, fuck this shit. I'm just going to work, work a regular job and just do my, you know, different shit. But you're still with the mindset of like, I'm going to make this shit happen. And despite what I've been in the past or the decisions I made, I'm going to make this shit happen. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's got to be quite, and I, I don't even got to ask you this question because I'm pretty sure you got this from your mom's side, the toughness mentally and like, you know, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So going back to like the basketball shit, like this right here, this, how long did you do this? And you played for this team. Get, you get your little what team, refill. What team are you talking about? This one right here, the LSU. Man, one year. One year? One year. And it was a great year. Like, so it's probably one of your best experience? It's the most you had fun? And something I, something I would have never expected, like I said. It took me three years to, like, finally get out of that black hole, like, just mentally just, like, start listening. And, like, I would have never thought I would have been at an NAI, you know? So I'm here, and I'm, like, I'm still shaking off all the, all the bad habits that I done put on myself just being defining. So this coach, like, really took a chance with me, and I feel like he was, like, a, my old high school coach because he grew with me. Like, all right, I, I know what you have been through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you grow because you're a man now. And mm-hmm. only It's only going to be you. Like, you only going to take yeah. so much. So as the year went on, like, he would let me know, like, what you do affects the whole team because everybody think you can do it. So I'm like, damn, I still got this effect? Like, because me, I feel like once I messed up, I'm like, mm. can't nobody, like, why y'all looking at me the same? You know what yeah. I'm saying? This is how I'm looking at me. So, so that happened before the overseas or yeah, after? Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Say, oh, say that again. What you just said? Um, I was telling him, like, I went to this school. Like, this is. But uh, the whole believing thing, like, he believed in you. Like, no, I'm saying this coach believed in me, like, to, to come give me another chance. And I left open. Like, I'm like, man, I'm just about to end the end the draft, man. Just work out and whatever. Let the chips fall wherever they may. But I'm like. I know in my head, mentally, I'm like, everything I done went through, I'm like, no, I can go take this another year so I can minimize some errors because I still got some stuff I need to learn and I can be in school to where it's, it's all right. Because after school, it's like, now you're in the real world. And every, every you know, every year, it count. Yeah. So I took that year, I went to that school to take that year to be a better person, like mentally, and that coach was really with me. Like I said, like, he gave me the space, like, to grow, but he going to let me know when I'm wrong. Yeah, whether I, whether I like it or not, and we done bumped heads a lot. Would you say that me. defiant uh, attitude came from you not respecting respecting people, or from and, yeah, like what did that? In all this, man, I I never respected male figures because I never had them in my life. Whether it was from my granny, my granny was by herself, my grandma, my mama, so never. What I'm gonna respect them for? Hmm. But I had to learn, like. It took me to learn by myself, like, it's not necessary you take this out on these people because they have nothing to, that's going on with what didn't happen to you, but where you trying to go? These are the people you have to respect. You know, I was always respectful, but like I said, I got into the define mode where I stopped, I stopped not speaking on it. Now I'm speaking on it. That, that and makes, I'm still smiling. That makes sense, too. Like, if you never had a, a male I guess figure than anybody that tries to tell you something is like, what the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. 
So <clears throat> how how do you think that it's a lot of males being raised by women without that dad or male father figure around? How how do we get through that? Like as a community, like how do we? Yeah, how do we? How do we become men without having men around? I guess. Man, how many heart to hearts do you have with your brothers? Like you know, and I'm still learning this. Like I was just telling my brother last night. Like we got to be able to converse on the more emotional level. Like you know, Mark. what's going on with your head? You know what I'm saying? Tight, like, tight. Because if you lash out and your brother, like nigga, I know you, but you lash out. Like nigga, what's up with you? You know what I'm saying? Like there's something really going on, but you wouldn't know because you ain't talking to your brother. Like you know, yeah. It's always, hey, bro, come play Madden. You know what I'm saying? Come, exactly. Let's go, let's yep. go out. Let's go have drinks. It ain't, let's go sit down and, and chop it up. What's going on with you, bro? How you really feeling? Yeah, true. So talking it out, being yeah vulnerable in a sense. Yeah, that's true. Because if you, if you don't know, the only way your brother might know something that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You might know something that your brother don't know. You know what I'm saying? Now, both of y'all know what y'all know, and we go take this to your other brother, and if five of us together, we can all gain something from each other. Man, bro, that's crazy that you say that because uh, there was one night I'm I'm chilling, getting faded with some some friends, and one of the homies was going through some shit. So he he finally brings it up, and then uh, another one of the homies is like, "Bro, you were going through this shit. Like, why didn't you tell us? You know?" And the homie was just like, "Not, I don't want to bring that to you guys. Have problems? I don't want to bring more problems." And what he said was like, "I may not be able to help you right there and then." But then now it's two heads on one problem. So it's more likely for us to figure it out than if you're just thinking about that problem and you're already clouded with emotions and shit. So that's what's up, bro. Like now you don't have time for that. You know what I'm saying? Like you're around your brother. You know what I'm saying? So much. Like you like got, you said, time, yeah, you you got time to play the game, whatever. Like why you playing the game? Talk to him, bro. What you on? Your head straight? Like for real? Because you can be around your brother. He's really... The thing is, yeah. man, it's it, it's it is tough to even just make eye contact and have a conversation. Like most people, avoid that. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's uncomfortable, but but I feel like it's because of um, just like the society, like we grew up in, like as a male, you, you gotta, gotta toughen it up and shit. Yeah, right? like especially like in the environment we was raised up in. Stop like, crying. Yeah, like for sure, like you can't you can't show no weakness because they gonna prey on you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But now, like, as far as everybody growing as spiritual beings and, and everything, like, we do need to connect with our emotions. You know what I'm saying? That's a very important part of humans. I think we're realizing that we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, that's just... Some of the shit we was taught was wrong. Seriously. Yeah, 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 man. And, like, you don't even have to necessarily be aggressive because if you're around your brothers, this should never be anything. Like, you can be whatever around your brothers. You know what I'm saying? So... We got to be able to at least talk to somebody. And that's why I go to my brothers because I'm like, I'm around them so much. I trust them with anything. So they going to be the ones I, I go to to talk to. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still weeding out people that I can't mentally talk to. If I can't make you uncomfortable, if I can't tell you when you're doing something wrong, if we too grown, bro. If you're doing wrong, I can't be around you because I know the, the wrong vibes and, and what you put out. You know what I'm saying? Because the littlest, the smallest thing oh, can bring man. out negative energy. Well, you driving fast. You know what I'm saying? And I had to learn that because that's, that's my biggest problem. Like, just, just thinking I was on top of the world, you know? Mm. And, like, just being to myself. Man, I totaled probably five cars in high school. None of my brothers would know that. They just, 
they just see the good stuff. Like, oh, damn, brother, you got a new car. No, I don't got a new car. I just got another car because I need a car. Like, mom yeah. made sure I was straight. But I'm putting my family in the hole, too, because now I'm going downhill, you know? Man, the whole uh, defiant stage, I think, too, it comes from, like, us being mad about the past. So one thing I've learned nowadays is to not be mad at, uh, I guess, like, for example, my parents. Like, sometimes I think about it, and I'm like, man, like, why why didn't you think of, of, of this, you know? But then I'm like... Man, they were probably not even, you know, they're they're trying to just provide and when you so say guess, think of what, like, why did you think of? I guess just like uh, if I had a kid, I would have went this way about it, you know. So I, I think a lot of times we blame like our surroundings, our, our past, I guess. But we have to forgive, I guess, is what I'm saying. Like forgive and then not get mad because then that's when we go through that defiant. Uh, Defiant stage of like when yeah it definitely you're basically bitter you're like yeah. fuck the world fuck everything when you, you know? dwell on the past you're just not gonna you're not thinking about the future so you you stay stuck so that's a big thing like whatever happened in the past is in the past take your lessons learn from them and move forward like what's gonna be the next move because it's like there you go. yeah you don't want to you don't want to live life with regret because that's the worst you go to a fucking like uh, what's it called the old old homes where the old people live nursing mm-hmm. home nursing home and you go and you ask all those people like is there one do you have regret is I forgot there where i heard like if you uh that's where like the most dead dreams are at like in a, in a place like that yeah it's so like, it's like fuck. yeah go for it take the big risk if you, you you know if you're gonna go for something take the big risk because i'd rather take the risk and then let's say i did take the risk instead of saying damn i regret not taking the risk you know what i'm saying <laughs> Nothing like coming from where I come from, though. That's kind of like an advantage we have because we don't really like you don't got nothing to lose. Time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't really have time to like, like look forward. Right. At this point, it's just like you got to do what you got to do. Like, I'm gonna put it all on the line. Exactly. Every day, like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, so, and, and then I think the, you know, being you know, growing up in the hood and like in the tough areas, it's like that also like thickens your skin to be like, I don't give a fuck what people think. If I fail, I'm going to learn from that, but I'm going to go on to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a big one that really helped me, too, because, shit, I grew up in the hood, too, and it's like, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck. Like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I fail. I tried music, bro, and I, I could have been something, but I was like, fuck it. I'm going to move on to the next, and I kept, you know, going and going, and it's like, you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got shit to lose, so why, you know, why think about other people's opinion? Because that's what that's where we're at right now. We're at a when you see people post a shit ton of stories, a shit ton of stories, they're just seeking validations from other people. That's what it is. Like, why do you have to post your whole goddamn story? Why do you have to post the whole? If you went to Cancun, if you went to fucking wherever, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, why? Man. You're like, seeking validation. Like, like, music though, like, like in the music though, like not all these rappers are. Uh, no Snapchat. Up these guns no Snapchat. videos and shit. Most of the time, the guns don't even be there. Like, you know what I'm saying? We was at my video. We was sticked up. You don't see no guns in a video. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just Validation. I don't know. Like, it's just different. we live in that. Like, like you should be validating I, I your own self instead I of think, seeking other people's opinion. And like, Dizzy Wright said it. So much, so much technology, but not enough communication. I love Dizzy Wright. Amen. Wow, I'm just saying that. I didn't think nobody else listened to that. I ain't no lie. It's crazy you said that because I was just... Um, Stevie kind of like, cl- looks like uh, Dizzy. You, nah, you nah, nah. was talking about <laughs> posting a lot of stuff, man, and I would just be looking at people's posts. I'd be like, everybody out going out of town, man, y'all can't even go out there and get on the girl. Enjoy, 
Like, you niggas ain't even talking to girls. Enjoy. Y'all still socializing to the people you talk shit on. No. I'm like, come on, We're man. here. We're doing, like. Hey, I'm the same everywhere. What about, what it's about? Gonna, it's going to be something around me every time. Believe that. Yeah. Well, I, I went to K Cool, bro. I went to K Cool. I didn't post shit. I didn't post like probably one or two posts out of the four days. Well, you having fun? Yeah, you don't even know. I'm not worried about it. My phone was dead like the whole time I was down. I would ask my mom my dad. We just forget like those like sometimes you just forget about your surroundings and you're just more worried about. Showing off for the people you have instead of yeah, learning the like what's the LA culture, you know, for example, like what is the LA culture? What what's the people like? Let me meet people from we're here. Gonna have to, oh shit. We're gonna have to like train ourselves to stop doing all that yeah shit. It's just because I think what happened is like social media came about, so we started developing, like you said, all these bad habits that we didn't even realize. Like I, I heard I heard a saying that somebody said social media gave everybody a voice. It so, did. You know, like like even like back then. You had to go get these music, like all this music and all these videos from the labels. You know what yep. I'm saying? It wasn't so direct nah, right to the consumer. Like, so now, like everybody has a voice and an opinion. And- some people let that get to them. So, yeah. like, last time you were here, you were talking about, like, we're talking about internet stuff. You said that Steve, uh, Stevie, the, the re- timing, you said timing. Yeah. So, would you say if social media was, like, as popping as it is now, back then, you would have... You would have probably had all sorts of STDs and shit. I don't even care about social media, bro. Like, I didn't get to where I was by being out or nothing. Like I said, I spent my whole life, man. Like, I eat, sleep, drink basketball. Like, that's all I thought about, man, for real. Like, it was genuine, but, like, but I'm just saying, like, like in this moment in time, and like all these cameras around, you know what I'm saying, with all this ballers life shit, like, yeah. yo shit would have been... If, yeah, yeah, I, I guess what Hundred Band is saying is if like uh, those blogs and all those pages were existed. you you, know you would have been like the cover of all those motherfuckers. Yeah, saying, no, like I went to Ballers Life All American, like I got all that. But what I'm saying is that didn't matter. You wasn't focused like, on that. No, I was focused on all that. That didn't matter. You see what I'm saying? Like literally, ball. I went to Ballers Life. I went to NBA oh, camp okay. before my before my coach. You know, I'm I'm super focused. This is before my coach left. You know what I'm saying? Before I started losing focus. Okay. Like, I done won three championships in a row. I done got Gatorade player of the year, everything. MVP at NBA camp. Like, you couldn't tell me. Like, you couldn't line nobody up, resume up with mine to tell me. Like, you'll just be like, if you look at the numbers, you're like, I want this kid. Because even from percentages and all, I was on point. Uh, but it didn't yeah. matter. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nothing I did. I just felt like. I'm right at the finish line with, like, somebody hold me back. Like, you know how you work out with the little running thing? I just felt like somebody was holding one. Had a rope and was pulling you back and, and I, shit. I did everything right. Yeah. Literally. So, on top of thinking all that, and then, man, it's a lot go through my head that I don't get to say. And I can't believe y'all got me on talking like this, man. But I appreciate y'all. No, I appreciate you, no, bro, man, for thank coming you, through bro, and, like, opening. Because a, a lot of people don't do that. It's, we go back to the social media thing. A lot of people don't like to open up and keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just, like... A lot of people like to show off something they, they don't got, like a life that they don't got. Hey man, so, I, I, it's one of those things with you, bro. Like, you know I am, brother. It's, trust me, bro. Uh, if a kid that's looking to go bigger and sees this, bro, they can learn a lot from this shit. You yeah, know what I'm bro. saying? They can learn a lot. Because there's so many lot. people that, including myself, that I'm like, like, I've mentioned you in the pot in like 
four or five podcasts and you know i'm from a complete different side of town i'm like yeah. stevie clark was that guy you know boo, boo, boo. so it's like like people wonder yeah. what happened you know what Still. i'm saying then so that's awesome that you're thank you for giving us the interview to tell people this is what happened you know and then the, the crazy thing is and i already know I'm, I'm probably speaking for you a little too much but this is not the end no nah, it's not right not, uh-uh that's why that's why I tried to correct him. This is just him. the beginning. That's why I tried to correct him like I'm still that. Like, yeah. Like I said, I was just overseas after yeah. 30. Like, yeah. And the vibes over there is just the same as being over here. And necessarily it's more because, I mean, I'm being paid for it. Everything's paid yeah. for. I kind of hate I had to come back. I don't like paying bills, you know. Yeah. I was overseas. Everything's paid for. Now I got to pay bills. Yeah. You know, just like it takes, takes the focus away from basketball. It's like they they want you like come overseas. We'll take care of everything. Your focus is only basketball, you know, and that kind of helps out because you're like, ah, oh, shit. Now I can work all my weak spots. Really, man. I ain't got to worry about the light bill and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. But so, what's the next move for Stevie? Like, how is Stevie gonna strategize to make to go where you want to go? I still, just, I just still got to stay overseas and stay at it, man. Like, so I got, overseas I got is right now, like G League and all that. Yeah. Man. I had a meeting with, with the blue, actually. And the exact words was, you're a millionaire with your hand out. Like, I graduated from school. I just did the little workouts and all that. But a year went by, and I just was like, man, what's going on? Like, get me on the squad. They was like, there's been plenty of people that went overseas and got called back. Like, whether it's been three months, they've been over there or six. They was like, you stayed home for what? You know? But I didn't have nobody in my ear telling me this, so I'm still learning. So I'm like... I wasted a year, like, just seeing them every day, like, making sure, like, hey, I'm here. I'm being persistent about it. They don't mean nothing. You know, yeah. Because they, like, we got people over there still playing basketball, you know. Yeah. So, I had to go overseas. And as I got over there, I'm like, man, I miss this. Like, just yeah. the vibes. Man. Yeah. Like, totally different culture, too. It's just. Where, what, what part of uh, the other side you were? Um, I was in Southeast Europe. Europe? Yeah. Uh, what? What? What part of Europe? Um, I was close to Montenegro. It was like a place called Bashkin. Is it close to what? What is it close to? Montenegro. Is it close to like uh, Spain or some shit? Like what? What is Russia. it? Russia. Russia. Yeah. Close. Oh shit! So you're way on the Man. other side. God. So over here we're sleeping. And you're over there just like in the morning, just get ready. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. How was that experience, man? Just being over there and like being like, damn, this is it was different. Different. So like. Just where my mind was, like, I'm I'm just now coming out of my black hole, like, where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to listen, but I'm ready to listen, but I know I'm going to still have my fall, fallouts where I'm just going to be like, no, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say, but yeah, this is my step forward, you know, so I just went over there, I'm learning. That takes a lot, bro. So probably, to, uh, it's to, probably like a lighter feeling now, too, huh, because you're spiritually better. Yeah, everything, and, man, I just felt lighter as a person. I don't know why my body felt lighter, just everything, man. It, it kind of took a weight off. Now I'm like... I'm trying to learn their they culture and all that. Hell yeah. And, and it's one thing I learned over there. Um, Onyam Tusu shit. It's um, I'm still learning your language. And like that's one thing. Like just me me being me. Like I'm outgoing. Like I'm trying to really be over there. Because I'm yeah. like this is my life now. So. Hell yeah. Hey Stevie. Every time I come out my door. So I'm just like. No, the crazy. I'm with the people. Yeah. No. And then you're, if you're in an environment that you love and shit. That's going to make the whole process of basketball even better. You know. Cause it's like you don't gotta worry about shit. You love being here, so it's like it's not like uh, being like in the hood where you don't want to be. Like you trying to make it out, and it's like damn, when basketball is done, then I gotta face this dark side of my life, which is you know being in the hood and shit. So it's like that's that's good, man. Um, I'm excited to see the progress and the journey, man. So uh, 
Let's talk about something real quick. Honey, you mentioned last time in the podcast that uh, we're going to touch a little bit of NBA. The Celtics, we're going to the finals. Do you still uh, think that? Uh, Do you nah, still think that? Not, Are you sure? Uh, honey, back. Come on. Are you sure? Did you just see what happened? I didn't know that bullshit was going to happen. Bro, I was like, I was in a big fan. I'm going to be 100. Well, looking at it, and paper, obviously they look amazing in paper, but they 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 beat Miami by like two points. I feel like without a hero and fucking with Harden and Katie, it'll work. When you bring Kyrie in there, it's kind of fun. They're ball hoggers, bro. What do you think, bro? What do you think? I just want to let's put this out there. Kyrie's a winner. You talking about that? Oh my, that nigga song. I, I, mean, I love Kyrie. I, I love watching him, right? I got I got a statue of, of my man's here, but he's, he's soft. Out of basketball, like, once he's done, he's soft. He's like, I'm not going to come back because of this, this, like some... But even then, even then when, he, when, he had, when he was leaving Celtics and he called Brian and told him, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I apologize for just wanting this crown, you know what I'm saying, not knowing how heavy it was. Yeah. You know, that's some soft-ass shit. I ain't calling no man and telling me, I'm going to wear that motherfucker, however heavy it is. That's my woman. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, yeah, but but I think what 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 the problem with Kyrie is like he didn't realize how much weight was on LeBron's shoulder until he was put on that weight. Man. He was like, "Oh shit!" Like being Bron is 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 unique. Like nobody, like not everybody can do that shit. And that's he was like, right, "I got to hit my boy up." Like, hey, bro, I fucked up. My bad. You you know what I'm saying? Like, so I heard. I feel like as a man. He, he could handle that. That's how yeah, he could handle the pressure. Kyrie would be the guy that, like, in the pickup game, he he's the one that everybody wants. But if that day, like, just he didn't get what he wanted to eat or something, he would just be like, yeah. "I'm not playing yeah, today, bro. I'm not playing today, bro." Like, yeah, like, talented, right. bro. Kyrie Cole with it, bro. You like, that right, and I hate that so much. Like, you get to a point to where you lose the passion of the game, and right, I had to deal with that, man. Like on top of like when I first got to college, like it became a business. Like yeah. the passion behind it, and like what you do don't really matter. No more, like it's a business. Like if this person is bringing us more, like we gotta. Oh no, that was uh, that was. You become a number, was, not a person type shit. Man, that that that, that yeah. did not sit well with me neither. So I'm trying to figure it all out yeah. at once, man. It was crazy. Who's your favorite player? Myself. Uh, yourself. <laughs> so, yep. so quick uh, with that, what you just said. Uh, man, I believe is, it. This is a controversial question. <laughs> uh, What's the NFL dude? Uh, Who? Kaepernick? Yeah. So he basically kind of same shit there. He's kind of like, I'm not about to defy it, kind of. I'm not about to play for for this shit. Like, you guys are. Is that is, is that what you mean by that? Like, there, there comes a point where you're like, I'm a fucking. Okay, let me put it this way. I feel that sports is kind of like a circus in a sense. And you are. And I was just telling my brother. That's what I'm saying. It's controversial. Your life is structured, man. When you play basketball and, like, the higher you go, your life is more structured. Like, you really don't have time for you. Like, you can't be you. Literally, you wake up, you got to go to practice. Now you got to go to class. Then you got workouts. So you have no time for yourself. No time for yourself. So you really get to losing yourself, you know, in the sense to where you, uh, like, you you have to go be you. Like, I'm not used to being somebody that I'm not. So, man. And then I can only imagine the like if I don't want to play, bro. I don't want to play. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I, I you have to play though because you got that somebody fucking would check. Feel like it was because like I said, man, 
you got to script it. Like, as a basketball player, everything kind of scripted, you know? Yeah. You got to watch what you say, watch what you do, watch what you eat. Hey, make sure you're wearing this. Yeah. Make sure that is on all Fuck. that. Like, it's just, it's different. But that ain't the same person that you went and found and recruited. You know, you found you found a person for his style and how he was, and then you get him and change him. Yeah. But you got to select few that, that's exceptional, like LeBron James, you know? And then they, they take the image because they like, I know what I stand for, but I still want to be different. So they think like, oh, he's setting the tone. No, this is just something that I always wanted to do. But y'all changing everybody that should still be straight that, that ruin a lot of stuff, man. And basketball is one of those sports that kind of like, like put you in that spot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like football, like niggas wear pads and helmets. Like, man. Most girls don't even know who them football players be if they What's see them in real life. You wouldn't even know. Like, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't even know. Oh, real. Talking about numbers. But basketball, like, it'll put you in that spot. Like, like yeah. It's like with him being a point guard, he's going to dribble the ball. Like, you know face. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just feel Why like. Why number five? It's tough. Why number five? My brother. My older brother. And he just stuck with me, like. My first. What few. did he wet, wear number five when he used to play? And he was like, I, I, "Yeah, I'm gonna do like it." He went to Douglas and wore yeah. number five. Like I said, went to the championship, lost. I'm like, yeah, "He I went like to the championship five. and he lost." Did. Yeah, he did. And this is. Do uh, you clown him this, for that now? Oh, every time. Oh, I can imagine time. that shit talking. Oh, fuck! Like, shit. Yeah. I got crazy. four. What? What you got? It, it worked uh. out though. Like I gave him the first one because Shout the team to that buddy, they lost to, we actually got to play my first championship. Yeah. So it was crazy. But they had Daniel Orton, like, you know, they were, they was pretty big, you know. So your brother's uh is he the same height as you? Like an inch taller. Taller, six. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. like, why well, couldn't just have a six on my resume? Uh-oh. That's what I feel like. I should have had a six foot, I'll be straight. <laughs> yeah. They see that five. They see that five on my stuff with my stats and they just they just oh, put me to you, the uh, side, man. And so, you know females nowadays like they required in the resume, yeah, they require I'm like Bro, you know this is a this, bro. Like you, this is a fact. Like the average male that's old six and above is about sixteen percent. It's a very small number. You know what I'm saying? That's probably why they no, want they want no, the. But females really on their line. They like short niggas. Hey, I, I ain't. I'm a short nigga. Like <laughs> I don't know. I've been seeing lately on like the Instagram bios six and up. I'm like, Respectfully. Yeah. Can respectfully. you cook? They hit you with the respect. Get out of here, man. Like, oh. can you cook? Somebody told me to ask the question about you, the, the whole incident, and I was like, how can I ask this question? So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start out by saying respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> what happened that night, man? But, yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah, all that shit is crazy, man. It's, uh, it's, yeah. I had one more question if, if you're No, not, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I remember, I don't remember how old I was, but watching MTV and I watched that. Uh, what was it? Through the net or yeah. nothing but net? Nothing but net. Yeah, that's where I first seen like MTV was in this dude's house. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I'm a teenager and this is where I'm from. You have boxes. Like, bro, yeah, yeah. boxes. It's too much. Boxes of like medals and It's fucking, too much, man. It was just too much. Like, yeah. And I was great in football, so. Like, that was another reason, like, people came to watch me. Like, they're like, he's good in basketball. I don't believe it. Like, he's been playing ba- football his whole life. So, to see it, they was just like, wow, I'm intrigued. Can he be consistent behind it? But not knowing, I, I work, man. I yeah. put a lot of work in. How was that? Uh, my bad. 
as a spectator though, like you know what I'm saying, just be one of the people who was younger than them, actually looking up to people like that, like just everybody in my generation that takes you like nigga like a god, like you know what I'm saying? Like when we talk basketball shit, we we gotta bring up his name. That shit's yeah. serious to us. When you talk Oklahoma, stand. I think your name is just uh like today when I put your picture, I was like Oklahoma history today. Shout out to Hunter Band for making it happen, cause bro, this is a yeah, this is big. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, so, but talk about that experience with the whole MTV thing. Like, how did that happen, and like, how was all that? Like, like I said, just all the work that I put in, and I just believed that something was gonna happen. Like I said, and I was just giving a little bit, you know, and just that little bit right there, I started to see a little change in people, cause. Hey, man, I, I told y'all they're going to be here. Like, I can't change. Like, you know, we got to be on time, you know, because I did everything I could. They're going to be on time. Like, these people on time. And I fit in this schedule right here and there. So I have to be here. Wherever I'm at, they're going to make sure they're there. So why you not with me? But that whole that whole process, man, like being Mike, you know, being able to have my team, like, get yeah. new shoes. Be, be, man, spend time with Kevin Durant, like, go, man, go bowling oh, and all shit. that. And then, like, I just made Bro, I've been looking for that fucking episode, I just made and a, I can't find it I made anymore. a thing of it, though, for real, man. Like, when they came to my house, they were like, hey, man, they come to your house. I'm like, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I've been ready, because, like I said, like, this is just me off the rip. Like, I dreamed about this. You, okay. Right. So, I got the little goal already. I watched Love and Basketball, one of my favorite movies, you know. Um, He got games. So, I was kind of prepared yeah. for all this, man. So, I was ready. They came in there. I got my goal. You know, I'm like, we're going to play one-on-one. Y'all know. And then I'm like, oh, I got my flowers. I have this around Valentine's Day. I have flowers, man, from girls. Oh, I ain't never talked to. Don't know your name or nothing. But I'm like, thank you, you know. But I appreciate it all, man. But I just started falling more into that, man. Like, Yeah, yeah man. That, that Being on MTV is just already. And you say you got to play with Kevin Durant? Or you got to hang out with him? Oh, man. Oh, man. See, I wish I could bring my teammates here because they going to have my back on this. And I'll probably get a lot of backlash about this. But the people that was there know. Tell them. I beat him. I beat him. What? You? you, I beat him. You played him a one-on-one? We had a shootout. Oh. I beat him 10-1. Oh. Wait, he only made one? He he thought it was a game. Like, you know how NBA players, like, and I do know this, that, They'll take Once it like you get that. to that level, yeah. Like, they got a switch. They can turn it on and off. They really do. So, he he thought it was a game, man. You know me? I was, I was he, on my high he, horse. He thought, he thought shit was game. sweet. I was on my high horse. I'm like, this is my gym. He's like, no, nah, everywhere my gym. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't never lost a hurt. You ain't coming here and beat me. You heard me? Uh, KD thought shit was sweet. I got my win. I'm talking about I was hype. He like, no, nah, we finna play another one. I should have said no. I should have said no. I should have oh, said no. That's when he turned on the switch. He turned the switch on. He turned on the switch. That's crazy. I'm talking about everyone hit all net. Oh, man. And I was so See, hyped about beating him. That's what I'm asking, bro. Like, is there a point where, like, like something hits that you're like, because I think it was Russell uh, during the Miami Heat. Uh, he scored 40-something points. Yeah. But I seen it. Like, he went from, fuck, we're losing. And then he just pop, 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 pop. So that switch shit is a, it's a, it's it's a, a thing. thing. It's a thing. It's very, very little players have it. Like I can tell you, at least in regular season, James Harden, Kevin Durant, LeBron. Uh, I want to say I would. I was gonna say PG, but it, his shit is nah, broke. He, he needs to get it fixed. Oh, there we go. He, that boy Cole. The game he 
dropped 51 and dissembled our whole franchise, I watched the whole game. Like, the moment he came out, he knew, like, I'm finna kill these niggas. Like, he took every shot and just... Yeah. Devin Booker, bro. Devin Booker can flip that switch. He's very yeah. underrated, but it's just the team he's... He needs... Booker's a... a pff, boy. Boy. Clay. Clay. Let's not... Bro, Clay is the, like, team killer, bro. The playoffs... He, fu- he fucked up OKC. He... He messed up OKC. Before Durant made the decision, he was like, all right, I'm going to flip this switch on. I'm going to drop 60 on y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, it's game six. He would have done the same thing with Toronto. He just got hurt because he was getting hot. Hey, he, he went up one dunk when he got hurt. Bro, came back, shot two free throws, made him. So what team would you... Uh, would you uh, play, would you, play, play. Would yeah. it be your dream to play for? Yup. Thunder. Uh. I got to say... And, I'm just That's I'm a real Oak right so, there I'm so Oklahoma man Hell You know yeah. like Everywhere I go Bro that's what's up I'm with that I got a little saying Like everywhere I would go Like even when I would go To like camp from high school I would like be O city or no city And then when I went To Oklahoma State It was O state or no state So I just love Oklahoma yeah. man And I just the, the I want thing, us to be great how I feel I'm about, I'm about to talk my shit We do like have as like An advantage in Oklahoma Like when you go somewhere And you around like A bunch of people like You go to basketball camps Or I go to football camps Type shit like Look at it like y'all ain't got shit going on over there. And I made but, a way. But the the um, I respect that, bro, because this is what I feel. Okay, so everybody says, oh, there ain't shit going on in Oklahoma. So then they go somewhere else. So what does that mean? That we're never gonna have shit going on, you know? So yeah, like if we have a, a voice, like you have a voice, I'm repping Oklahoma, you know. I'm building a voice. I'm repping Oklahoma. That way we build something here. The Half Court Podcast stays in Oklahoma, damn it. There we go. You know what I'm saying? We giving the city the voice. man himself. Oh, city, no city. (laughs) We got, yeah, we giving the city the voice. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, there's talent. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of time where it's just, it keeps. And and to everybody that's moved away and acts like uh, you're Hollywood now, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck fuck them. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud to be from Oklahoma, like. Like, I love this shit. Like this, we really different. Like our culture is different from everybody else. You can't really find this shit anywhere else because we get influenced. We're in the middle of the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can go anywhere. Like whenever I feel like going to Dallas and shit, I like. I, where are you from? I'm a. I live in Oklahoma. Like I feel like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, I'm like. They'd be like, you a lit ass nigga to be living in Oklahoma. I'm like. <laughs> Hey, I'm just trying to make my city better. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. You know, so it's it's cool. It's cool. So right now, what would the process be like uh, for you to, you know, get drafted into the NBA? Man, I still got like workouts with G Leagues. The draft is, is, I know it ain't going to be no NBA draft, but a G League draft. And that's kind of, you know, but just to get it done, I got to keep, keep working. Uh, Who was the, I forgot who came from the D League that got, got picked up. And turned out to be a good ass player. I forgot what uh, who was it. I mean, it's shit, man. There's a lot. Talk, There's we a always couple. Talk about second chances. Wait, like, Cook. is it Cook? I, I like man, him. I got I got a friend partially. Man, he played for the Warriors. Kendrick yeah. Dunn. He played for the Heat now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So see, at least that's to me that's a big step. Like, if you get to make it there, then like that's a big step. That's just a matter of time where you transition. That's, like, that's it. Like, 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 like him, like given the opportunity, like. It right, go crazy, right? Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's all about getting that opportunity. Yeah, and keeping the right mindset. 
Man, right. and I just had to, you know, get people out of my way because, like I said, I would bring people around, you know, not knowing their intentions. But Yeah, that's another like, thing. I got to the point to where, you know, from me being in my defined mode, I kind of gave them exactly who I was. Like, it wasn't no script or nothing because I wasn't playing basketball. I wasn't in school. So, they like, oh, Stevie Clark. No, it's not Stevie Clark. This is Stephen. Like, my name is Stephen, like Stephen Curry, you know, and I always joke about that. Like, it's in our initials to shoot like that, but I started giving, the, like, people uh, me. So, at that point, you didn't have nothing to lose. You didn't have to keep up with the image. You didn't have to, nothing. so it's fuck you now. You know what I'm nothing. saying? I'm like, just being me. So, like, you either going to like, you know, you either going to love it or hate it. And I like that, I respect, man. I respect all my all my brothers, you know, family, and everybody that's still with me. You know, because yeah. even, even when I was doing bad, when everything was going good, like with basketball, they didn't care. Like, they overlooked it. I'm still the same person. But now basketball ain't around. Y'all not the same people. So okay, I'm just gonna be me. And and for the people that still around, I know I know they really with me. And then I don't have to worry about when I get in my lane and get back to it. You know. Yeah. Blessing in disguise, bro. That's how I see it. Yep. I got After about. All this I think talking, I got about I like five million horses. So ain't no telling how 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 my engine gonna get up. You know how fast I'm gonna go. Yeah. And, and you know where I'm gonna be and how fast it's gonna happen. But I know it's coming. Yeah, man, for sure. And like what you said there is like maybe you just weren't ready at the time, and that that hit home for me, bro. Because that that's 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 real talk right there. All right, so uh, we've been in here for quite a bit now. So um, I'm gonna ask you this question real quick, brother, and uh, we ask everybody this. So if you had to go back five years from now and tell yourself something, what would it be? Five years from now. Like you, how we were talking about that vulnerable talk when you okay. sit there with your bro. Okay, so but it's you, it's Stevie and Stevie. Now, so yeah, so like if you, if you, ha- yeah, if you had to go speak to your younger self five years like back, like what would you tell yourself? Being born was cool. Like literally, like I swear I eat. That's all I did. Eat, sleep, basketball. So I didn't party like I started partying when my name got a buzz and all that, you know? Yeah. Because I'm like, I know ain't nobody out working me, so I can go kick it a little bit. And then, like I said, my mom wanted to tell me I was starting to change because I started to partying more and wouldn't wake up as early as I would, you mm-hmm. know. And, like, I would tell anybody the bigger your dreams, the earlier you got to wake up. Yep. That's, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, that's real talk right there, man. That's real talk. That much else that needs yeah. to be said. Yeah. So uh, where can they find you, man? You got social media? What? Man, yeah, I got social media right now. And like I said, I was just, I'm in transition. I got a Go Get You Some Money page. You know, I'm supporting my brother's clothing line. Hunter Band Savage as well, you know. Hell yeah. And then I got my own clothing line. I'm getting ready, you know. My brothers, you know my brothers, man. My people that's close to me that stayed around. We all in our lanes and, you know, we yeah. all got our own voices. Hell yeah. They can change Oklahoma. So you, you, you know, so I appreciate all of them. Hundred Band Savage, you know, neighborhood Barbie. Go get your money. Eight up, you know, TD Badass. All them. Them is the people that you know. Yeah, that I y'all my got time a community. That's that. dope. Yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. So uh, you're working on a clothing line. Uh, you got it in the works. Yeah, I got yeah. it in the works. I already got my design together. It's called the Hard Way because just from my story and everything I've been through, I went through every emotion. Like Nip would say, I went through every emotion. Yeah. From. Oh yeah, from all of them. and it was hard. What do you say? The you difference know, is, uh, I just never stopped. That's it, and I didn't. Like I still been at this since, like I said, I started in 13, 12, 13. Yeah, you know, I'm twenty six now. You know, I didn't had my ups and downs. It's all been great, and I'm I'm appreciative for what I've been. 
more so I'm I'm just working towards where I'm about to go now because I didn't see where where God would take me and just everywhere you know I didn't been so I'm like I got to meet him halfway. Yeah, he gonna do the rest. So yeah. that's what I'm on right now. Oh yeah. Man, That's, it was a it was yeah. a pleasure having for you, real. bro. I appreciate y'all, man. Eastside legend in yeah. the building. That was real. Uh, yeah. Good ass podcast, man. Uh yeah. where can they follow you if they want to follow you? Um, go get you some money, four five. And then I got my Twitter page, Stevie, why not? Okay. Bad, 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 man. Shout out to you guys, Hunting Band Savage, Stevie Clark, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace, peace. peace.